Welcome to the Romans 911 Project Podcast, where stepping into the reconnection in the one new man and the fullness of John 17 love and unity is becoming a reality. In each episode, join Grant Barry to drill down deeper into this reconnection and alignment message and the final reforms for the ecclesia, for the church. As we will discover, the reconnection becomes a power key to open the door to God's end-time plans to help restore the family of God for the preparation of the bride, the last great harvest, and Israel's salvation, all of which will lead to the Lord's return. The reconnection message has end-time consequences for us all. Here's Grant. Beloved, in the last few podcasts, we've been thinking about and contemplating a shift in our thinking as we move into this restoration in the family of God. As in a sense, 2000 years, the time of the Jews, 2000 years from Yeshua to this modern day, the time of the Gentiles, the time of the church age, we're moving now into the fullness of the Gentiles and Israel's salvation. And it is going to require a shift and we've been addressing that the next few podcasts we're going to look at what will it take and i'm not saying these things are happening right now but these are some of the things that we need to think and pray on to move into especially to have a knowledge and understanding of them because this message, as we know, is coming to a remnant first in the church. And then there's this place of responsibility we actually have to stand in the gap for the rest of the body to be awakened. It's kind of like an opposite of the one in the 99, in a sense. But the Father wants none to be lost. But this restoration in God's family is central to the fullness of John 17, love and unity. And foundational as we've been addressing in all of Romans 911 is of course it's this reconciliation between Jew and Gentile and the family of God and the fullness of John 17 and the intimacy fully restored with the Father. Remember Jeremiah 31, 31 to 34, where it talks about the new covenant that I will make with the house of Israel, where each of us will know him for ourselves. And I believe as we move deeper into this reconciliation, our intimacy with the Father, with Yeshua and the Holy Spirit is only going to grow and strengthen and will be a very necessary part of everything that's about to take place. Because while we are going to be moving perhaps in the greatest time for the ecclesia, for the church, it is going to be challenging. And we're already moving into a time now. We're in, we're in the summer of uh, 2023. We've already had an awakening at Asbury. But, beloved, there's a whole lot more coming. And what we're actually going through 
right now is almost like a pressing. It's almost like the olive on the olive tree is being pressed and crushed. Many of us are being challenged. The Lord is taking us deeper because he is beginning to lay a foundation for this time and era that we're moving into. The bride needs to be made ready. The light must shine out of the darkness. And so what I want to look at is I want to look at what will it take in order for these things to come about. And of course, as I've already mentioned, the transformation of us is absolutely essential to be connected to the Father and Yeshua and the Holy Spirit in such a way that we are walking in much greater victory and much greater authority. And that doesn't mean that we're not going to be hard pressed, just like Paul was. Just think of Paul being pressed on each side. And yet, look at the power that he moved in. And of course, this is a picture for us of, of the time that we're coming into. It's not necessarily going to be easy. Um, and the opposition is most probably going to increase, but so as a result should our discernment um, to be able to overcome the evil one. So what will it actually take for the enemy to be dislodged from his place where he is currently? Because we know that there's oppression all on daily basis coming at us. There's an oppression coming from a heavenly place against us where the enemy uh, is attacking. But we know that we're coming into a place and a time where he is going to be dislodged. So what are the final battles in God's timetable for us to contemplate? I truly believe, especially according to Revelation 12, that the enemy still needs to be dislodged from that place that I was just referring to. And that this has not happened yet. And that the Lord must return and take his seat on David's throne on the earth. And of course, this is the heart of messianic eschatology that we've been beginning to share in the Romans 911 Project teachings. In this light, scripture tells us that there will be a great spiritual battle in the heavens. Let me read it to you. And there was war in heaven. This is Revelations 12, 7 through 9. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down to the earth, and his angels with him. And what's interesting to note, beloved, is right after this text in Revelations, a proclamation is made concerning Yeshua's authority and the dominion he's about to take on the earth. The devil is enraged and there is a sense of urgency regarding what is about to take place. Before we move on I, uh, and, and end this 
this podcast today, I want to I leave you with a challenging thought. If this hasn't happened yet, and there's this great fight to come, and the enemy actually gets thrown out of that heavenly place with all his hordes and demons, what will happen to the oppression that has been coming against believers since Yeshua went to the cross in the resurrection. Could this be the very time on the earth where we will move in such great signs and wonders and authority because the oppression from the evil one has been dislodged? The enemy, the Lord dislodged him with the angels, with Michael, it says. There was great fights in 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 the heavenlies and he's thrown down to the earth i think this most of us would would agree with this that this is most probably in a, a, that that tribulation period on the earth um, before yeshua comes back but i really want you to think about that in the sense of when he's thrown out what happens to the oppression and could this be the time and the era that we move in such great signs and wonders because much of the opposition from the heavenly place has been dislodged? Beloved, we are going to continue this discussion on what will it take in the next several podcasts. So until that time, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 Project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 study guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. 
Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 Project, please visit our website at Romans911.org. It's easy to remember, Romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 Project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.